What's up, y'all? Are you serious? Episode 41. We're in the 40s now? In the 40s, much like my age. Um, <laughs> yeah. We're calling this episode Free For All. Free For All. Um, last week was so crazy and so fun mm-hmm. with George. Um then I think we're just going to kind of coast through this one. Did you get any feedback about last week? I did. Me a lot too. of people ran Me into too. a couple of people over the weekend who uh, who were really impressed with him. And um, this still continues to be my favorite season. Yeah, I think like so season too. one holds some nostalgia for me, but this I just feel like we've kind of hitting our stride the topics are fun mm-hmm. we didn't know what we were doing until i feel like season three yeah um and still we don't really don't no. i mean we could completely go off the rails now and drive this thing into the ground but so far so good yeah so far so good i will say this is our last episode for february going to be close but might be our most downloaded month ever so. until march for are you serious until yeah, march until march which will be our one year yeah. Next week. That's crazy. Is one year of our new series. Oh, we should do a cake and a party. Okay, that's fine. Maybe a best of special. Yeah, that'd be fun. What if we brought like Sarah and Anya in too? Oh, that could be like fun. Like a little, hey, yeah. like, yeah. it's been some of our favorite moments. Yeah, oh, I like that. I don't look know at us if we doing, have four mics. Look at us doing planning <laughs> right here on the fly. This is how. Uh, Welcome to the free for all. This is how Are You Serious goes. How is Sarah going to do the podcast if, I guess we could do it at the end. Yeah. Because she's back there punching the yeah. buttons right now. Yeah, she could just punch something up and walk out here and then go punch we could talk. Yeah, yeah, she's literally true. right behind that wall behind you. Yeah. Hey, Sarah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so this is free for all. It is, of course, Thursday night. Uh, if you haven't caught our gist, we record these earlier in the week. I am exhausted. <laughs> Are you tired too? <laughs> yeah. It's been a stretch. It's been a stretch and man, yeah. Yeah. Why are you so tired? Jamie? Just I don't know. It's just one of those things where we're just kind of there's just a lot of grunt work going on and yeah. it's just busy and there's not a lot of downtime and yeah. just kind of going through it and you know. Yeah. I'm a little annoyed too just because this is like the first week where we have that nuisance rain that starts yeah. to show up. Yeah. It is the worst. Yeah. Um, it's there one one run, it's not. Not, yeah. And then it's like, all right, we're going to throw rain in and just cover it, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, we'll throw in a chance and kind of see what happens. That's Yeah, that's the pattern we're in. That's what happens when you get some warm, moist air yeah. into the region. But, um, yeah, it's been good. Did you have a good weekend? I know we were had, talking about last weekend for you. I had an amazing weekend. Um, this is really exciting. This is really exciting. I've got, some, I've got some big news to share. So, you know, I've been painting. Yes. And I'm now officially obsessed. Okay. With painting. Okay. Uh, the painting bug has bit me. So Saturday, I was like, you know what? I'm going to walk and go out, shop around, check out a couple of shops, check out a couple of art galleries, places that kind of, you know, sell art and just kind of look for inspiration just to, because I love to look at a painting and see how they did this or how the artist did this and brush strokes and yeah. light and just kind of get some inspiration out of it. So I went into this amazing little shop down in Merle's Inlet and... Instantly, I was drawn to a couple of paintings. They mm-hmm. were just kind of classic low country, coastal Carolina mm. paintings. They were landscapes, kind of what I love to do. The The light in these paintings and like sort of the motion in these paintings was just amazing. And I started talking to the shop owner and it's this new guy who has only been painting for two years, mm. not formally trained. Okay. Um, originally was going to be a writer didn't really work out for him. So he's like, let me try this painting thing. Dude is incredible. Really? Incredible. He paints in oil. Um, so fast forward, 
I, on Saturday, purchased my first ever original piece of art. To most people, that's probably nothing. Even the look on your face is, okay, well, I'm Jamie, just, I don't care. I'm shocked it's your first. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, first How big original. Of a piece? <laughs> oh, okay. Here we go. If you've ever been art shopping, you'll know it ain't cheap. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I didn't get one of his bigger paintings. Okay. Um, I got one of his smaller paintings. <laughs> And the postcards that it's uh but it's it's an original and it, there's just something about it you can you can touch it and you can feel the brush strokes on it and it's just it's beautiful mm. so I got to give this little guy a shout out oh of course um, because if you're into art if you're into painting support local uh, Will Stevens Art on Instagram okay um, check him out young guy like in his twenties and he's just phenomenal do you think we could do a DIY with Will for painting on the podcast he'd come on and talk about what I, he does i really thought about and having him like, as a guest yeah just showcase it talk yeah maybe i don't know maybe <laughs> maybe um so like i said he paints in oil i've always painted in acrylic okay but after purchasing my first original piece of art and seeing what he did with oil paint of course I ended up at Michael's mm. getting a bunch of new canvases okay. and oil paint and a bunch of new brushes. Spent way too much on that, too. Um, knocked out two oil paintings on Sunday. Okay. Have you J posted those? I haven't. Okay. I haven't because uh, oil takes a long time to dry. Um, oil's a much slower painting process. So I was just kind of getting the feel for it. I've done oil years ago, but I'm just, it's a lot more difficult to, to, to use than acrylic paint because it does take forever to dry. Uh, which is also a benefit. Um, but yeah, painting obsessed right now. That's obsessed. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm going to get a new hobby. What's that? Sourdough. <laughs> this isn't the first time you've mentioned sourdough. But not on the podcast. True. Have you have you made a loaf yet? It, no, it has been purchased. <laughs> the, <laughs> the dough? No, the starter. The starter, sourdough yeah. starter mix. And then all the tools because you have to have specific tools to bake the sourdough, which I had no idea. I just thought you were. Yeah. So all that is coming. I was going to do it over the weekend, but of course I went home for a quick trip with family. Yep. And I was like, I don't want this to show up and then just sit there. Or right. I can't start before I leave. And right. then, because you have to feed it and everything. So get ready. You have sourdough to feed saga. it. You have to proof it. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be crazy. Do you have a proofing drawer and a proofing bowl? Yeah, literally, there's a proofing bowl that comes with it. And you cover it up and everything. Wow. I went down a rabbit hole. Impressive. Of sourdough. So get ready for that. Come that in. is, you know, that is much like painting. If you can master making bread, you've really kind of got onto something. We've had a bread maker. Um, that doesn't count. I know, but <laughs> it's so difficult even with that because of your active yeast. Yeah. So good luck yeah. with that. So now this is going to be my new saga. So wow. sourdough sagas. Wow. And once you can soon. get a good sourdough, then you can kind of expand and add things, right? Yeah, you can do anything with it. You can do um, cinnamon rolls. You can do any type of sweet treat once the starter is active and going. Right. It's like a bacteria. It is. Yeah, bread is bread making creepy. is just weird to me. And but it's also and apparently healthier because it has none of the chemicals or preservatives or any of that. Okay. So well, get ready. We're going to have loaves on loaves here. Maybe you can make a... Watch me burn it first. <laughs> maybe you can make a birthday sour loaf for our one-year birthday party next week. Mm, <laughs> the starter, I think, takes five or six days. It's not here yet, so... I don't have the patience know, for right? sourdough well, making. if you do one at home, it takes up to a month. Oh, good Lord. Right? I purchased one, so in a couple of weeks, you'll see some. Fine. 
Nice loaves here. Fine. We'll break bread and talk about painting. <laughs> so, other than that, everything's great. Waiting on my, my sourdough starter. Okay. Then I'm painting on oil, so here we go. That was the podcast. Thanks, y'all. So, we are um, basically <laughs> in a retirement home ready to go at this we are, point. We are those old men, and I'm totally okay with it. Um, I will say, I'm, I missed out when I flew home on some amazing storm structure. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Friday I was and, yeah, Friday and Saturday. So disappointed. I was like, okay, we may have a couple of rumbles of thunder. Yeah, you went on your first chase of the season. Yeah, first storm chase. How on, was that? Uh, it was it was amazing. That was on Saturday. So the last Friday we had storms, and then the next day on Saturday, not really storms, but uh, well, yeah, a couple of storms, but just some. It was just an odd setup that made the storms and the skies just look the clouds look incredible, awesome. incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, we had really cold air aloft. A couple mm-hmm. thousand feet up, air was really, really cold. And that gave us the hailstorms uh, that we had on Friday. We talked about it. Yep. We forecasted it. Put out some tweets about it. Put it on Facebook. Talked about it on air. Felt like it was a little bit of an overperformer. There was a lot of spots that picked up hail yep. um, last Friday. It was all small hail. I think the biggest I saw was maybe dime size. You know, it's not going to be enough to do damage. But still around here, hail is kind of a rarity. So that was... That was fun to see, especially down on the South Strand. They got a lot of hail. Like Surfside, Inlet. Merle's Inlet, mm-hmm. Pauley's Island. It was covering the ground and piled up. Uh, and then, yeah, Saturday, another round. A little bit of small hail, but mainly just really incredible skies and cool rainbows. And it was nice. It looked cool to see that, too, in February. Yeah, yeah it felt good to be mm-hmm. out and seeing storms. And it was like, ah, oh, yeah. When it comes to your chasing, because you and I are kind of the same, mm-hmm. what makes you go when you're like, all right, I'm going out? how tired i am <laughs> same and how close they are honestly yeah, yeah. um you know we say chase <laughs> it's a very <laughs> loose term like we're not out here like twister yeah like saturday with the stuff on saturday I'd, I'd been out running you know just running around all day buying art and i got home and checked at the radar and a nice little storm was coming through ord county and i was like yeah i can be there in 10 minutes from mm-hmm. the house yeah. Popped up there, beautiful rainbow, beautiful cloud structure, and I was holding time to throw a steak on the grill. Yeah. You know, probably a 30-minute chase in total. Yeah. So yeah. That's the best way to do it. Go snag a yeah. photo, enjoy it, yeah. and be done with it. Yeah. And just to just to be out and just to see weather, exciting weather again, it was just, it was fun. It's about that time. Uh, next week, of course, statewide tornado drills. Um, yeah, severe weather awareness week. It's crazy. Yeah. So it'll be here before you know it. March Madness. Can't wait for that. Yeah. Trying to think what else we need to cover here that's that's happened recently. Hmm. You were playing some golf Monday. Yes. With the uh with the PGA stop coming. Let me tell you, that's gonna be a fun event. Yeah. So we went out for Media Day on Monday, uh the Myrtle Beach Classic. George was out there. He yeah. took uh, some fantastic drone video. They invited us out, just wanted to show us what all they've done mm-hmm. to the course. Um, a lot of cool stuff. So now they're building on top of what they've built up. Mm-hmm. For all the fans um, I talked to the tournament director for a good I don't know 30 minutes after nice. we played yeah he said that if this is a big enough event the bigger mm-hmm. tour may come next year I think that would be great yeah this is gonna be huge for the economy yeah but he wanted to really push that this 
matters. So, like, even if you're like, oh, I'm on the fence, I don't want to go four days, right. just go a day. Go a day, yeah. They're hoping 40,000 people. Yeah, that's crazy. Over the course of four days. That's crazy. And It looks beautiful out there. It's you a beautiful would course. Love, it's a beautiful course anyway. You would just area. love what they've right. done landscaping-wise. Yeah, yeah, no, I'll hang oh. out. I'll hang out and be your caddy. Get right I'm not playing, but yeah. Well, we'll be out there in the weekend. I'm sure you'll be out there. It's beautiful. Yeah. Or at least hang out in the clubhouse. Well, I was going to say. They have a bar. They're going to have specialty cocktails for the week of. I'm in. And, uh, yeah, it's crazy. They're going to build a little, little village. Um, really fun time, though. Love Michaela it. never played golf before. Yeah, I heard. And she, how'd she do? Uh, she took a lot of a lot of dirt out of the ground. <laughs> yeah, well. Um, so they have to fix that for yeah, the PGA yeah. Tour. And then on the very final hole, um, she hit a 30-foot putt. <laughs> and made it. And made it to end it. So... Congrats to her. She said wow. she's going pro and yeah. giving up journalism. Absolutely. So look at that. <laughs> Cheers to Michaela. Uh, but yeah, that's one of the many fun events, obviously, coming up. Very busy time for us. That's in 10 weeks. Yeah, crazy. So yeah. you ready for that? That's yeah. going to be ready a fun for that. week. Ready for all of it. So much going on. Yeah, for sure. Um, we did not get to shoot in the breeze last week. Yeah. And I know how these questions are because we've read them already in some spots. Mm-hmm. I think we dedicate the rest of the episode to catching up on – we got a lot of questions. We got a lot of catching up to do. Um, Mark has a couple in there. I know for sure that mm-hmm. are going to take at least 10 minutes to explain. <laughs> um, As Mark's questions always do. Also, have you seen Mark's food posts on yeah. Facebook? Yeah. We need to yeah. go over there. Yeah, maybe, maybe we do a podcast at Mark's house. <laughs> <laughs> he feeds us. Welcome into the crib here. Let's go ahead and talk. Uh, we got more questions as well. I think four last week with yeah, George. Good. Um, completely not related to George, but four more questions too. So, and I promise I'm not going to put any questions back, no matter how difficult or exhausting they may be, may be to answer. Yeah, there might be a question or two where I'm like, Jamie, you take this one because that's I don't know. That's, I don't know. The, that's how I we am started with... before we even came on. I was like, yeah, it's grumpy Jamie today, so we'll, we'll see. I'm going to try hard not to throw yeah. any back. Yeah, it's tough too, especially when we come in and record this and you've worked the night before. <clears throat> Interesting how a person can get a sunburn on a cloudy day. Please explain. Um, easy enough. Uh, despite clouds, um, we covered this term a couple of podcasts back. Insulation. Mm-hmm. Incoming solar radiation. Yep. Incoming solar radiation. We call it insulation. Different from the insulation in your house. Um, still gets through those clouds. Yep. Um, especially if they're high clouds, especially if they're thin clouds. Um, that's how the temperature goes up. On a cloudy day, yeah. um, you're still getting energy from the sun. It looks like you're not getting as much, and you're not getting as much. Uh, but under the right circumstances, yes, you can still get a nasty sunburn even on a cloudy day. If you get cirrus clouds on the summer day and you're like, oh, it looks like it's cloudy, yeah, the worst recipe. Yeah. That or a breezy wind on the beach. Yeah, because you don't feel the heat. Correct. And, yeah. Disaster. Yeah, that sunburn will sneak up on you really quick if it's cloudy and breezy. The old southern trick on that, too, is if you just do the and see how much shadow you have just from. Really? Yeah, it's the I old trick. Know. So, on a cloudy day, especially if it's high level clouds, mm-hmm. just do that. You still got yeah. a very, very dark shadow yeah. to where you're getting that UV huh. radiation. So, Look at that. yeah, next time you go to the beach. See, I'm not going to be the dork on the beach <laughs> doing that. Say, I'll just I'm check. Just... I'll just check the forecast. But, uh, <laughs> you know. Throw that over here. Who is one person you would love to have on the podcast? Mm. Cindy. I love that. <coughs> I would love to go outside of WMBF. Yeah. Um I know that's a generic one, but 
I think it's time we do an outside, and we've had outside WNBF, yeah. but like maybe even do one virtually. Yeah. I don't know who, though. I mean, we've talked about Josh before. Josh, Josh Morgerman. Josh Morgerman. Um, I think it would be great to have Jim Cantori on, which we've talked about. Yeah, me too. Um, just because he's he's Mr. Weather. Yeah. You know? Grant, you know, it's kind of weird. Like, I feel like the Weather Channel's our competition, and yeah. I've not exactly been favorable to the Weather Channel yeah. 100% of the time. Yeah. I doubt Jim has seen those episodes. Um, but just for you people. Yeah. The viewers, yeah. I think, would love hearing from him. And I would love to hear the, a lot of his backstories. Same. I would even like to hear how they prep in their realm for mm -hmm. a hurricane. Yeah. Like, Jim, what's a day-to-day -day like for you yeah. leading up to yeah. a hurricane you're going to go cover? Yeah. Because for us, it's like we're doing so much more. And I feel like Jim's also kind of like told, you know, like, mm -hmm. hey, here's the plan. Mm -hmm. Jim, you're going here. Here's mm -hmm. travel. Yeah. I mean, we don't travel for anything, so yeah. I'd love to hear what that's like. Yeah, um, That would be a good one. I also think it would be really fun if we could have Dr. Phil Klotzbeck. Klotzbeck. Or the other Dr. Or the Phil. Other Dr. Either Phil. one would be great. Yeah, I would I would love and, Klotzbeck. And especially if he could give us a little bit of personality with it. Yeah. Like, really, like, talk weather, but also talk just Dr. Phil. Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, what happens when it's not hurricane season? What what right. can we catch you doing? Right. I think that would be fun too. Um, he loves snow. Okay. You know, he lives in Colorado. I knew Colorado. For, for everybody not familiar, Phil Klotzbeck, CSU, Colorado State University, hurricane forecast, seasonal forecaster, just the understudy of the original long range hurricane forecaster, Dr. William Gray. Mm -hmm. Um, Phil was a student of William Gray. And has sort of taken the reins. And a young guy lives outside of Denver. Mm. Um, off hurricane season, he loves to be up in the mountains and snow shoe and ski and hike and all that kind of fun stuff. So I think I think we need to talk to George and see how we could do that. We'd probably yeah. have to have an IFB in. Yeah. Maybe put them here. Maybe put them in a box. I don't know. Yeah. But I would love that. Anybody else that comes to mind? I, I mean, know. there's others, but, like, you have to be careful on who you can have. Because yeah, we got, yeah. there's certain limits to who we can have on here. Yeah, so you that's know. unfortunate. Yeah. There would be a lot of people that I think would have some good stories. Yeah. Um, I don't know. If y'all have someone, let us yeah, know. Yeah, if you have suggestions, mm -hmm. you know, hey, it's worth a try. I mean, we can always ask. We can ask. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, honestly, if it were me, let's let's say we had the, the, we had to pick between the three. Josh Borgerman, Jim Cantori, and Dr. Phil. I'm going with Josh. Okay. Yeah. I think his stories. Josh's stories are incredible. 100%. Yeah. I think for a viewer perspective, Jim Cantore would be good. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the top two. Phil, Phil's in our show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's just for me and you to geek out about. Geek out. Yeah. Cindy, great question, though. Uh, if we didn't ask or answer who you thought, let us know. Um, we do have that AMS conference, so maybe we can make one of those work. Making some big plans for that, yeah. Ooh. Um, Travis, great question here. Is there a way to tell when the highest levels of pollen are going to be? I'm assuming Travis is talking about maybe the week of. I mean, typically when everything blooms. So right now we're running above schedule when it comes yep. to spring. Yep. We're, we're, we're about to it. get into it. Yeah. Um, if you're talking like on a week to week operation, though, long, dry stretches of weather, mm -hmm. plenty of sunshine. Honestly, if you can get a decent rain, 
then a nice dry warmer stretch mm-hmm. game over yeah you throw a little bit of wind in that too yeah a warm windy day in mid-march you can see the plumes. and yeah the plumes will be just it'll be accumulating pollen yeah so that's kind of what what we look out for Otherwise, I think we look at the state pollen yeah, allergy then, office and kind of see what they say. You know, we're, yeah. I'm not exactly working hard to forecast what the pollen's going to be. And there's some days they'll have it high, and I'm like, mm, yeah, no, not feeling it. No, so I'll take it down a little yeah. bit. So, because um, let's be real, in March and April and May, yeah, there's going to be pollen. It's high all the time. Yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah. When is it going to be more noticeable though? Yeah. Maybe yeah. if it's not if it's not raining, it's pollening <laughs> this time of the year from here on for. The good thing is, though, and one of the, and I've, I've kind of seen this mentioned by a couple people. We're this is our second year in a row that we've had a really early pollen season. Yeah, I don't hate it because we're kind of getting it out of the way. Mm, that's good. And then when it does finally sort of consistently become spring, mm-hmm. kind of the worst is behind us. Mm. By the time we get into late March, April, which to me is just prime spring here. Yeah, the worst of the pollen is behind us. Yeah, you know. That's once, a good point. Yeah, once once the pine trees are done, you're pretty well good. Yep. The pine trees are the ones that coat everything in the yellow. Um, and once that stops, that's usually about a week, two week, one to two weeks of the pine pollen, which is just horrible. You'll you'll know. Yeah, yeah horrible. Uh, the, after that, you're good. Yeah, and speaking of which, since we're on the topic, uh, I remember Andy asked about lawn care. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and uh, put the pre-emergent down now. We got warm spells coming our day. Just yeah, go ahead and yeah. cover it. Yeah, there you go. Spray some weeds. There's a two-for-one question. I told Andy I would get back to it. Um, I think I'm going to do mine this week. Spray whatever's on the ground and just, here we go. Get ready. Go for it. See what happens. Time to green up. What is your biggest challenge right now when telling the weather or forecasting the weather? Amanda. Whoa. The biggest challenge right now in the last two weeks, honestly, has been keeping it fresh yeah. and creative. We've been just kind of in a little bit of a lull weather-wise, yeah. um, and we've often talked about that. It's the long stretches where things don't really change a whole lot mm-hmm. that are actually the toughest. Mm-hmm. If there's a big storm coming later in the week, it's an easy week yeah. to me. Yeah, you know, I agree. Granted, we may be tired, but as far as just getting the work done, getting the shows prepped – it's easy. Most of your focus is going to be yeah, on Yeah, you that. have a focus. You have something yeah. to talk about. You you know, you know, sort of branch out from that storm and, and put your story together. When it's sunny and 65 for two weeks straight, <sighs> it gets a little hard to kind of keep it fresh and exciting. This is where I love and hate the first alert brand, too. <laughs> You'll never hear me say that. <laughs> yep, yep, at least out loud. Um, I love it because we can look far ahead and still yeah. cover our brand. Yeah. But then, like, if you're not careful, you're covering the same thing for seven days straight. Yeah. Yeah. You're looking for something to cover, like, oh, it's going to be warm next week. Yeah. And then you have, then you literally spend a week. <laughs> then next week, here's yeah. that warm. Yeah, and you're, you're trying to think of different ways to say the same thing. I've so. tried to mix mine up to where, like, first weather focuses on this, mm-hmm. main weather focuses on this. Yeah. That way they're not the same and it feels kind of fresh. Yeah. A little different, a little fresh. Yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, I would say with you, that's the big thing. And I try, every day my graphics are going to be different, some yep. different order. Same. But. I try to have one unique graphic per day that's right. like, hey, I spent some time on this one. Right. Here's And you're going to see that a lot throughout the day because I yeah. spent the time on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Good who asked that. Um, um, Amanda? Amanda? 
Amanda, good Amanda. question. Yeah, yeah, that was good. So the quieter the weather, the tougher it is for us. Yeah. Ask us that, you know, in March, and we'll probably say, we're just tired of systems. Mm-hmm. Can we get some sunny weather? Right. <laughs> A couple days of rest is fine, but mm. otherwise I want something to talk about. Roller coaster weather. Extreme cold temperatures, then warm temps. Is this just because of where we're located on the map? Honestly, it's kind of the time of year, not necessarily the map. It's, yeah, a little bit of both. Um, you know, people, and we, let me organize my thoughts here. We're we're too far south to have a consistently cold winter. Correct, We're yeah. too far north to have a consistently warm winter. Mm-hmm. All of our winters are like this. Yep. A, a cold winter here is still going to have days in January and February where it's in the 60s and 70s. Yeah. A warm winter here is still going to have nights in the 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just, it's we, we live, especially this time of the year, we just live in a highly variable area. Obviously, summer, you can guarantee it's yeah. going to be hot. But this time of the year, it's it can... It can and does fluctuate, and sometimes fluctuates wildly. I would also say, too, like when we were talking about El Nino setting up, the southern storm track, yeah. it's kind of been more to the north, northwest. Yeah, yeah. Um, so even places that might have been a little bit more colder, like I even mm-hmm. think back home, Kentucky hit 70 mm-hmm. degrees this week, 77. Yeah. yeah. And then they were also like in the teens like a week ago. Yeah. So there's been big fluctuations from us to up there to even out west. I yeah. mean, think about the snow that fell earlier. Oh, yeah. Um, across portions of, you know, the deep south. So, yeah. I think it's just that time of year, at least for us, we get that. But I think we're seeing it a little bit more widespread now, especially yeah. as we're getting into spring. Yeah, and we're, we're in spring, especially March. I mean, yeah. <laughs> March is a beautiful, beautiful month of weather. If you mm. like the swings and the changes, and that's, that's nationwide. Mm-hmm. You know, March into April, things just – go all over the place yeah things are starting to wake up in march yeah getting yeah. you ready for uh what's to come in yeah. april and may for sure yep um great question yeah that was was this me or you yeah this is you <clears throat> man we're clicking through these we are clicking through these. we haven't really got to too many hard ones yet huh water pipes can freeze and burst however trees don't do this i assume it's wood versus metal I mean, I would assume so, too. So, obviously, if something freezes, it expands. Mm -hmm. So, there's obviously a lot more give in wood Wood. than there is in metal. Correct. Um, And it does allow it to expand and contract with freezing temperatures. Really fun story, though. Really fun Uh story. Last year when I was on my winter vacation. And even for Wyoming and Montana, this was a cold blast. We had a morning where it was 40 below zero. Mm. 40 below zero. (laughs) I like crisp, but not that crisp. You can hear the trees popping at that temperature. Um, If it's just kind of quiet, you're out in the woods, near the woods, you will hear every once in a while a pop and a crack mm. and that is because it is so cold the trees are expanding almost like a pipe bursting that's nuts that's crazy it's happens kind of an a, eerie it is it's eerie it happens a lot up in alaska uh, especially trees that have a lot of sap in them so a lot of the pine the conifer trees just full of sap 
they'll expand and pop when it gets to that extreme, extreme mm. cold. The only time I've ever heard that in winter is during ice storm here in Powerlands. Yeah. Yeah. Crack from yeah. the ice. Um, you can also get uh, the same thing happens in the ground in places where it does get brutally cold. Uh, frost quakes. Oh, yeah. Uh, the ground freezes. Um, and through that process, expands, and you'll actually, the ground will kind of pop and crack. I could not imagine. But again, that's bitter cold. You're never going to hear a frost quake around here. No. Or you're never going to hear trees popping because of cold temperatures around here. 40 below. Yeah. I could not imagine. Um, also, like, that's why when we do have freezing temperatures, we say drip of water, run yeah. the pipes, run the water. Yeah. It's, it's much harder to freeze running flowing water yeah. through those pipes. Um, so even just a trickle will do the trick in most yeah. spots. 40 below, I don't... <laughs> yeah. Good luck. The thing the thing around here with pipes... They're all exposed. Bursting, they're exposed. So that makes us a little more susceptible. But just because it's below freezing doesn't mean you need to leave your water run, Correct. You know, running. I mean, it's... It's got to be On a normal cold. winter where, you know, if it's 28 degrees, you're going to be fine. Yeah. Um, around here, the problem is the duration of the cold. Mm. Um, not this past Christmas, but Christmas 2022 when we had that cold snap. We went about four days where temperatures during the day never really warmed up enough for those pipes to completely thaw. Mm. So it was near the end of that cold snap, after cold night, after cold night, after cold night, that we did see a lot of bursting pipes around here. It mm. wasn't extremely cold. It was just prolonged cold yeah which which, can, which makes the difference for us yeah around could, here could certainly still do yeah. just as much issue um all right let's go to the next one why does ice form on top of a lake because it's cold it's colder <laughs> it's colder um also too especially when you go up to the north and you have a little bit more active weather like the wind mm -hmm. we talk about nor'easters or um even lake effect snow, the wind is a little bit more prevalent in the winter up to the north. Um, that wind could even create a barrier of cold, mm -hmm. thick layer of cold. Mm -hmm. um, think of it like the ground temperatures mm -hmm. or even the ocean. Mm -hmm. It takes a little bit of sustained cold to really bring the temperatures down. However, yeah. at the surface, same thing that we get on a morning or whatever, it's not that hard. Yeah. So over a prolonged period... Your ice forms at the coldest part of that, which is kind of inverted. It's your yeah, top, yeah, top, the top, top of the lake. Mm -hmm. So um, lakes, ponds, it's why we also, we don't have to worry about it. But up north, they always say, you know, don't go out yep. when you think it's frozen over because more than likely it's not. It's usually a new layer of ice where you have some of those tragedies. But um, and it's, and there's a lot of weird science there behind, is. Be, behind ice on lakes versus ice on oceans the density of the ice versus the density of the water and how it's easier to actually freeze salt water than it is fresh water just a lot of really cool kind of chemistry and physics kind of stuff the ocean to me blows my mind because yeah. there's so it's almost like the atmosphere where there's so much that goes into it and yet yeah. there's also so much they have no idea about mm -hmm. Like a lot of unknown up there in the mm -hmm. Atlantic and the Pacific and everywhere around. So um, I would love to dive into that a little bit more, but I'm a weather fanatic. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me again? Yep. Guess I should probably just leave my glasses on. Ah, we finally got to Margaret's question. Uh -oh. And I don't know the answer. Oh, gosh. Is it true the lower the moon, the lower the winds? 
I've never heard that. I've never heard it either. The lower the moon, the lower the winds. So let's think. Could it be interpreting something else? Right. Lower the moon. Like lower in the horizon. Are we talking lower moon phase? So like a new moon night is going to be less windy than a full moon night? Is that what we're thinking? What was the phrase the marker put? The lower lower the moon. moon, The lower the moon, the lower the winds. Margaret has stumped us. I don't know where this is coming from. Um, obviously, they said the same thing that we said. The moon does not affect the winds on the earth, the moon's gravity. <laughs> Margaret, I have no idea. Yeah. I'm almost wondering if she's trying to talk about something with tides, but that wouldn't be anything wind-related. Yeah, Margaret, help us out on this question. Margaret's always in on the premiere. Yeah, in the chat. So Margaret, I, f- I feel bad that I don't know where that's going. Now is your time to help us out with this question. Hey, let's talk about wind, just in a generic sense. Obviously, if you've easily noticed that on a sunny day, you'll have a breeze in most cases, but as soon as the sun sets, in most cases it gets calm at night, mm-hmm. unless you have a big storm system nearby. The energy of the sun causes what we call mixing in the atmosphere. So that warm air rises. Obviously, the higher up you go in the atmosphere, the winds are a little bit stronger. The atmosphere kind of gets mixed up, Mm -hmm. and you can bring down some of that that wind. It's like boiling a pot of water. Yeah. Warming it up. Yeah. But at night, you lose that mixing. The atmosphere becomes stable, and winds go calm. Maybe we're kind of somewhere in there. I'm kind of thinking that. You know how, like... Growing up, there'd be cartoons and like the moon comes down and the sun mm-hmm. comes out. Maybe that's what we're thinking is like as we night comes to an end, why is the wind always a little bit more calm right before sunrise or something along those lines? Could be. I don't know because the Helps moon at that point's up. If that's what you're asking for, it's exactly what Jamie mentioned. If not, let us let us yeah, know. Help us, Margaret. I forgot all about that question. Yeah. I feel like I was supposed to research that. So, Margaret, I'm sorry. Remember that old Ray Stevens song? It's me again, Margaret. <laughs> you want to you wanna serenade us? No, no. Only us older folks get that one. Um, Another pollen question. Jay, mm. if you all could, I would love a whole episode dedicated to pollen and allergies. I would, too, because I suffer from it. I got questions. Uh, what old school remedies are there? Does... When does certain pollen pop? What can you do to protect yourself and home? Jay, don't do what I did the first time we bought a home and pressure wash because your HOA makes you wait until the pollen's done because yeah. then you're pressure washing twice. I've learned yep. that. Yep. Um, remedies, I don't know because nothing works for me. Yeah. Yeah. In Kentucky, it did. But here, mm-mm. the older I get, the more sensitive I am. I used to never be bothered by the pollen uh the past couple of years i have i don't get like sniffly <laughs> this is really weird and it's for the pine pollen for it's in me your eyes my eyes oh. and my teeth, teeth. On, the, on those days when the pollen is really thick when that pine pollen when you can see the waves of mm. yellow in the air i feel like i can almost feel the pollen on my teeth oh that's crazy and my eyes so i <laughs> 
during that time of the year, I keep a toothbrush mm-hmm. and eye drops handy. Yeah. That's my remedy. I don't wear contacts on the week of pollen mm-hmm. because my eyes hurt so bad. Yeah. Like itchy. Yeah. Just, and I think it's also with that mixed in with waking up early. It's just, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's awful. Yeah. Um, I used to think that like the neti pot or whatever would mm-hmm. work. Forget it. It doesn't yeah. do any difference. Um, yeah, I, I double up on Claritin and that's it on that yeah. week yeah. where I know it's going to be bad. Um, yeah. The flow days allergy stuff mm-hmm. works a little bit better, mm-hmm. but I'm not good with anything going up my nose. Like I, I just, I, <laughs> not good at that. Not good at that. You um, almost have to double down, Jay. That's all you I know, can the, tell you. The they all they it's always said that you know the pollen that we see isn't the pollen that causes the issues oh i call bs that's creepy <laughs> i call bs yeah especially living here i do yeah i call bs yeah so like the pine pollen that we see <laughs> the plumes of it apparently isn't what's causing our allergies Mm-mm. bs people who say that don't live in a place like this right. well apparently these are like scientists saying this well, people who say that don't live in a place like right. that. I've yeah. when never it, when seen it, pollen this when it bad. Coats the ground. Mm-hmm. It looks like it snowed yellow overnight. <laughs> There's got to be something going on with your body. Thus, yeah. my teeth and eyes and, and everybody else. And you know the car washes here thrive. Oh yeah, they're like, oh yeah. here we go. Yeah. You know the one thing I hate about pollen season. Mm-hmm. My pet, my pollen season pet peeve. Mm-hmm. Say that three times fast. Everything is covered in pollen. Mm-hmm. Your car is that horrible color of yellow and green, mm-hmm. and we'll get a sprinkle. And it leaves <laughs> just the drops, not enough rain to do anything, yeah, but just enough to leave the dots Especially in the pollen. Especially if the neighbors get the big rain yeah. and you're left yeah. on the outside. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Because you're just hoping for some relief. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. For people that don't live here, really it's a southeast thing just because of how warm we get so mm-hmm. quickly and also what's around here it's brutal it is it is brutal and i thought we had it bad in kentucky we yeah. didn't have anything yeah no it's all uh, compared to this so jay let us know what you do this year it's like we're getting our, our lawn ready. <laughs> i know right let us know what you do to prepare for uh pollen season awareness week it's my turn oh sorry Mm-mm-mm-mm. When you were on, oh, this is good. When you were on television, are you reading from a teleprompter? Tony, nope. It's a no. common misconception. It is a very common misconception. A lot of people think that when we were, when we're on, that we're reading, mm. and we're not. Fun fact: we're terrible at reading. <laughs> we know we know how to read. But whereas <laughs> anchors, yeah, the anchors are reading from a teleprompter because they are giving you facts and figures and the mm-hmm. information has to be right and there's a lot of it teleprompter mm. we're not and we're giving you lies we're, and I'm just <laughs> no, we're, we're talking just like we're talking now correct and the way i explain it to people is uh you know we spend all day mm-hmm. uh, the majority of our shift before we go on television sort of preparing the forecast and knowing what we're going to be talking about and then we just get up there and tell you about it yeah it's as easy as that and to that point, if we say something wrong, yeah, it happens. It just it probably didn't come out right, yeah. or 
stumble it, over our words yeah. or whatever. It's it's literally just like us having this conversation. There's going to be little hiccups and bumps yeah. and things are going to happen. But there's sometimes too. It'll be like my third time on the same graphic. Mm-hmm. Like you know, six thirty seven cut in whenever. Um, where I'm like, man, it just still doesn't feel right. Like something mm-hmm. I'm saying yeah, does, yeah. doesn't line up. What can I do differently? Yeah. And I'll just be like, forget that graphic. Yeah. Like I'm not doing it today. Yeah, I can't even get past it. So. Um, it's a very fluid situation for us where even like, I know you and I are the same. We'll do a show and then it's like, oh, that didn't work so well. Let's change it up a yeah, little bit. Mix it, just yeah. because it, it feels more natural to yeah. us. So when, when I first started in the television business, I would practice before I went mm. on air. I would go through my show five or six times. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Before the news started. That's long gone. Like I, I put thought into sort of which graphic is coming How you're gonna and transition. What's, what's next and what's next. I don't even anymore think about what I'm going to say until literally the red light's on and I'm on. Mm. I mean, I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I know what I'm saying, but as far as words, phrases, how I'm going to describe something. Yeah. yeah. I think the most thing, the most common thing I do now is, the most thing. Lauren is currently walking by and sticking her tongue out at us. Wow. Professional Lauren. Wow. Wow. Don't you have some news to cover? Right. <laughs> um, I put thought into, okay, hey, this is two minutes. Mm-hmm. Don't put too many slides in there. Mm-hmm. And don't spend too much time on this slide. Or if yeah. I'm building it, hey, this is probably going to eat up a lot of your time. Yeah. Adjust. Yeah. Because I used to have a problem of where I would go in very optimistic. I mm-hmm. could get everything in. Oh yeah. And just keep yeah. and then it's just tongue tied. Yeah. I would I'm I'm much more comfortable now going into a weathercast with fewer graphics rather than more. Same. It is much easier for me to stretch out Correct. than it is to rush through. Yeah. And I would much rather just get the basics, have mm-hmm. some time, not feel like I'm rushed. <sighs> It goes back to season two, less is more. Yeah, less is more. I think there was season less two. Less is more. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, the, on the rare occasions that we do, that we are forced to read yeah. something, <laughs> whether it's like in a commercial or yeah. something we're doing, it's horrible. Yeah, Just because we're not used to it. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to read a prompter. I can't keep up. Yeah. It's it's hard. So if you see the commercial rhyme with Jamie, he's like, my name is yeah. Jet <laughs> <laughs> Right, yeah. Yep. You know what's happening. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's do one more. Okay. Um, this is from Al. How does the GFS and Euro agree or disagree? How do you use this one forecasting? They disagree a lot, Al. They disagree a lot, almost on a daily basis, mm-hmm. especially the further out in time you go. Uh, we always get asked which one is better. Um, Lately, I could tell you neither. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the Euro both- always has a bias to be a little bit better, at least... It does. It does. Along the weather community. But it is not without fault. Correct. Um, it has it has its own issues, as does yeah. the GFS, in different areas mm-hmm. of forecasting. Um, last hurricane season, uh, the Euro was horrible. Awful. It, it refused Pathetic. to develop storms. Storms would be out there. Euro didn't even know they were there. Mm-hmm. Um, GFS tends to be overly aggressive on tropical systems. Rain strength wise tends to be a little aggressive on rain. Um, Euro tends to run at least locally for us, tends to run hot, as yeah. we call it in the summer. Yeah, it'll run hot, mm-hmm. it'll spit out some big numbers for heat. Yeah, um, 
So at this point, I would no longer say one is better than the other. Mm-hmm. Um, they just have better aspects, you know, and they're both tools that we use. And we always say, you know, the models are tools in our toolbox. They're mm-hmm. not, you know, we're not model readers. No. We're meteorologists. So they're tools that we use. And just through experience, you learn, okay, well, that's the GFS being the GFS. Yeah. And that's the Euro being the Euro. Um, and you kind of get used to those biases and you work around those as you're making your forecast. I know on a summer day in July, when the Euro says it's going to be 107, <laughs> I'm not going 107. Correct. You know, I'll go, you know, much closer to reality. And yeah. you just factor in those biases as you're going through. I would also say, Al, if you're asking this because you're a viewer of the GFS and Euro, um, do the max temperature on both. Write them down. Mm-hmm. Do verification on that. Mm-hmm. You're going to be shocked when you're like, yeah. wow, these are still way off. Yeah. Also do it on rain. I think a good thing that the Euro and GFS are for is trends. Yeah. Like, hey, here comes our rain system. They both don't agree. Oh, now we're starting to trend closer together. Mm-hmm. Okay, hey, there's going to be rain. All right, leave it at that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then dive into a little bit more of the higher resolution stuff for specifics on the rain. Right. Hey, the possibility of rain is there. Both models show that. Yeah. Now let's actually go in and say, okay, what time's the rain going to be? Yeah. You can get a general estimate from the Euro or GFS, but if that is all you're looking at when it comes to weather, um, in Kentucky, that's all they look at when it comes to winter weather. Mm-hmm. It's a bad no-no. Mm-hmm. Same thing for anything here, tropical, severe weather, anything. Use it as a good starting point. Yeah. And then dive off from that. Yeah. And, and you know, we we oftentimes, especially in hurricane season – show those two yeah um there are certainly many more models than those two but we're not showing in my mind and i try to explain this you know here you have the gfs with a hurricane over here you have the euro uh with a hurricane way over here i will show that to say okay we we've got a long ways to go yeah before we kind of fine-tune this forecast we know there's something that's going to be out there Mm mm-hmm but we've got a large window of where it could be and where it's going to go. I'm glad you and brought that, that up. Way. Because did you see the uh, National Hurricane Center making their changes to the yes, cone? That's yes, going to be a whole yeah, episode. Yeah, I think we should definitely dive into that. The cone. We 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 need a big, changes coming. We need a big hurricane season episode with with the new cone, uh, with the new evacuation zones mm-hmm. uh, here in the Grand Strand, uh, which I think a lot of people are happy with. Um, yeah, I think we're going to be start hearing a lot more about those new evacuation zones. They're basically smaller and less people need to evacuate, which I think is a, a good thing. Yeah, I'm so, I'm almost thinking when you come back from Texas. Yeah, we just drive into some yeah. hurricane stuff as yeah. a preview. So, yeah. um, fun stuff on the horizon. Anything else you want to add? Man, forty five minutes. We clicked right on through it. Just a couple left. A free for That's all. Pretty good. Yeah, free which for all. Which is this great. Fun. Uh, we still have four questions in here. Yeah. So ask them if what are we you doing missed them. Um, so we got our one year party. Oh yeah, we're doing a birthday whoop, party. Whoop. And then I don't know after that. Okay. We could talk a little severe weather. Yeah, I guess we could. I guess we, we could. Just y'all keep the questions coming. This is yeah, I love I'd, I'd shooting do the breeze. This over yeah, I love shooting the breeze. Severe it's, weather. It's really fun. Remember yeah. when we did a podcast with no questions? Yeah. Because nobody was asking that? anything. Well, <laughs> well that's why it was ten minutes long. <laughs> And then people were like, hey, I got a question here. So some of these, like Margaret, please let us know yeah, how to yep. answer that. Margaret. No question is a dumb question either. Ever. So yeah. helps us out. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything 
coming up this weekend. If there is, I'm sure we'll talk about it. My painter is going to be uh, down in Myrtle's Inlet. Oh, this weekend? Yeah, there's something going on down there. Are you going to send him a clip of this? Probably not. Mm. The Myrtle Beach Marathon <laughs> is this weekend. Good oh, luck yeah. runners. Oh, yeah. Remember when that used to be a big thing? I feel like it just kind of... I mean, it's a big thing if you're a runner, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But it feels like it's not really a big thing anymore. I mean, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, it's a big thing. Yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. It used to be like... We're just kind of used to it now, I guess. And I think that's what it is. is yeah. It was like the, the first. Oh, it's just another... second. It's another event in Myrtle Beach. third, yeah. yeah. Huh. Which, get ready. Here we come. March yeah. is like... February is like the little like appetizer of events. Yeah. And then yeah. March yeah, from here goes... From out, it's... Yeah, it's crazy. It goes crazy from there. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Okay. I don't... If I have anything else... Yeah, I don't know if y'all we'll have. Yeah, if you have a topic idea or some questions, let us know. <laughs> we, we don't in. need a free for all again. No, no. Thanks for tuning in. We'll come up with something. I do like the idea of a birthday party. Me too. I'll bring a cake. Okay. I'll get the boss to pay for a cake. And can we decorate it? Yeah. Like, are you serious on it? Oh yeah, we're gonna do okay, the whole cool. deal and eat. Yeah. If I'm bringing a cake in, we're eating a cake. Honestly, I like the idea too of bringing in Anya, bringing in Sarah. Yeah, maybe like the fun. last, maybe the last like thirty, we just talk yeah. about our favorite moments. I think so it would far. be fun to hear from Sarah because yeah, one we get to hear from Sarah. Yeah, that's good because she's in the back, so we need to. Maybe we start with Sarah, or we can start with Sarah, and then we do a yeah a little party. Yeah. Hmm. I'll bring hats. You bring the hats. I'll bring the cake and the little. Yeah, I'll bring the cake. All right, birthday oh, party. Woo. Title next week. Happy You're birthday. You're all invited. You're all invited. You are all invited to the Are You Serious birthday party. And that's what we could tease for next week. Look, yeah. we're already rolling. All we need to do is have our meetings on the right. podcast. Right. Uh, don't forget to rate, like, share, tell a friend, be a friend, whatever Subscribe. they say. Subscribe. Send, send the comments. And yeah. Yeah. Can't wait. All right. Thanks, y'all. That does it, y'all. Cheers. <laughs>